welcome to My Favourite Takeaway, the show for people who love food. Can I would you rather to cook it? Hey! Why not? Why not? I join in early. It's almost seemed like I lovelessly reel out that opening line and you now hate it. I thought the passion was depleting, so I'd inject. Inject it. Give it a go. Give it a go. You, 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 let's, let's okay. Let's really right, okay. view your, your okay. love and joy. I'll do it the first time. For, for people who, who food love, but can't always be uh, harder than you think, isn't it? <laughs> I think it was quite endearing in a way. You know, it's it quite endearing. sweet. I am endearing. Okay, right. Who I'll tell you who is endearing, Sam. I'll tell you who is endearing. Lovely stuff. This week's guest. Now, Ben Clark is one of the funniest people I know, and I absolutely loved this episode. Ben is part of Pappy's, a fantastic sketch group. They've been nominated for the Edinburgh Comedy Award twice. They also have a fantastic podcast called Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown, which is a sort of comedy panel podcast from Pappy's, and it's recorded in front of a live audience with special guests. It is very good, as is Ben, who, by the way, had a takeaway on his bed. And there's a big discussion about takeaway bed etiquette and whether the, the carton is touching the duvet or is there something in between? What's the way you go about that? Who knows? You're going to find out. We are joined by the fantastic Ben Clark, and I'm very excited about this episode. A, because he's one of my favourite people, and B, because he's gone for such a sort of classic, straight-down-the-line takeaway order. I love it. And we haven't seen this, I think, since Rosie Jones a couple of series ago, who did the same as you. I love it. What have you gone for today? I've gone for fried chicken from my favourite fried chicken place, which is called Favourable Chicken. Favourable? Favourable. <laughs> they need to back themselves more, surely. Favourable. What is that? In a, in a sort of GCSE uh, grading, that's probably, what is that? Maybe a B, I think. B minus. Yeah. yeah well, B minus, C plus. Yeah. Yeah. Done okay. I love that. Three stars. But I think I think it's five star chicken, guys. Do you? Okay. I think they can change the name. They could move up to favourite. I don't know why they went for favourable. I, I wonder if favourite was already taken or something. All I say is if you love it, get down there, rip down the sign, or at least the letters they don't need, replace them. <laughs> if you I'd really it... cared, <laughs> you turn it to favourite. It is my most favourable place. <laughs> so what have you got from favourable chicken? I went for a three-piece meal. Yes. So just three classic pieces of fried chicken, fries, which you can add peri-peri salt onto for th- an extra 35 pence. Of course I've done that, mate. I'm, oh, this yeah, isn't nice. my first time. And like you said, of course I haven't done that, mate. I'm not made of money. <laughs> okay. well, I wouldn't do it if I was paying. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that Ben has always dreamed of doing that because he normally pays for it, he never does. But today, when it comes out of our <laughs> wallet, he's like, do you know what? I was, I'm adding the peri-peri. Ben, can I ask you about your three-piece? It's leather. It's very nice, isn't it? Comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell me on it? It's very nice. Here he is. Here I'm he on the corner sofa, man, but I do. <laughs> Modular type. Perfect. Is it thigh two drumsticks? Is it two thighs, one drumstick? Is it three thighs? Is it three drumsticks? What are we talking? Is it three heads? It could be. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> the one you don't want. It's a foot. It's an eyeball. <laughs> it is... Two thighs, one drumstick. And I think I think I'm kind of lucked out a little bit there. Yeah, that's a good draw. When you go in, do you say, Can I have those two pieces in that piece? Or do you just take what's ever given to you? I've never been in in my life. Have you ever done this where you've driven past 
a favorite takeaway place and you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah. It's like seeing Stonehenge or something. You're like, yeah. oh my God, that's it. That's Rocket Pizza. And some of them have been around longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's not, it's, you're like, Jesus Christ, is that, what that, is that what the place looks like? Oh my God, that's it. Oh my God, that's it. <laughs> just the one star hygiene rating on the floor. Yeah, that's the one you don't want, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a car boot. Have you even laid eyes on favourable chicken? You have driven past. Have, have no, no, it? I haven't, haven't seen, seen I haven't seen favourable chicken. So it could literally be anything. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. As you say, it could be like guy who's 14 and's got a microwave. It could be anything like it is in his room. Honestly, the crispiness of this chicken, there's no way this has been anywhere near a microwave. How dare you? So two thighs, one drumstick, which I think is a pretty good draw. I, I think maybe a connoisseur would like prefer a drumstick to a thigh, but I'm a thigh man all the way. I think I think you just get more. I agree. I think it's diabetes drumstick. Okay, great. The drumstick's easier to hold. You know, it, the pleasure of just holding the it's, it's made to be eaten, isn't it? Creationists would definitely make that argument, yeah. It could be arguing it's, it's made to be walked around on for a long life. Freddie <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> From a carnivore's point of view. <laughs> it's happier this way, guys. <laughs> it's made to be eaten. Exactly. <laughs> if you're not meant to be eaten, then why are you? Why do you come in such edible shapes? <laughs> exactly. If you didn't enjoy it, why have you called yourself favourable? Come on. <laughs> okay, sorry. So you've got the peri-peri salt on, and you've got your, your three-piece. Yeah. Yes. And then... I went a bit cheeky and also ordered some spicy chicken wings on the side. Oh, times two, actually. Times two, yes. Because I noticed that on the menu is £2 for three spicy chicken wings, but it is £4.50 for six. Do you do the math? Okay, yeah, yeah. They've, they've made a mistake there, haven't they? <laughs> they really have. And I think the, the higher the number goes, the more money you spend, which is generally... It's not supposed to be that way, right? And I can always, again, say everything that I understand a deal to be. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the family bucket, you have to remortgage your house. So this is your loophole chicken. You've spotted a way of undercutting favourable chicken. It's not my first time. And you've gone for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. These guys are so good, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat them. And there's, there's no gravy with it, any of that sort of stuff, I've noticed. You haven't gone with that. No, no, no gravy. I, you know... There's a time and a place for gravy. I wouldn't say fried chicken, is it, personally? Really? I don't want to sog my chicken, you know? But that's down to the speed at which you eat the chicken once it's been put in the gravy. Okay, now you're talking my language. You're not letting it float in that gravy for two hours, right? You're just going, bang, straight in. That's my first mistake. I've been marinated. <laughs> <laughs> like a jacuzzi. You let me relax. Arms up on the side. Oh, no, this is chicken. <laughs> Chicken. This is just soup at this point. Ben often says for the chicken, I'll be back in half hour. You enjoy yourself. <laughs> Let me know if you need a top up. Simran's actually right. It's it's the same with it's a biscuit and tea, basically. That's what it is. It needs to be straight in, straight out. You're so right, Sim. It's exactly it. And that's that's how you do it. A light coating. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. So why do you enjoy a chicken and chips meal? Why is it something you've gone for now? And why is it something you go for regularly? First of all, it's quite consistent. It certainly is from Favourable Chicken, guys. You know what you're getting. Some takeaways, it's either going to be incredible or you're going to feel really let down by it. And I feel like this is, you're not shooting for the moon. It's quite a simple thing and it's like, you, you know what you're going to get and it's going to be satisfying. And also, you know, you're going to be full at the end of it. That's a big thing for me. That is a big thing. So I've got a question, actually. Do you think it is... Still a satisfying meal, the one that you've got, if it was to be condiment-free. Oh, no. So, And I'm including the peri-peri salt in that. So if it was just 
the three-piece chicken and the fries, and you've got nothing else going with it, is that still satisfying? I'm with Stevie Martin on this. I think I think dry food is just, it's not the way, guys. It's got to have a bit of moisture in there. It's got to be marinating. It's got to be soaking. Yeah, it's got to be absolutely <laughs> It's got to be fucking drenched <laughs> in this stuff. You're going you're gonna to not be able to see it. It's swimming in condiment. That's it. It's got to be waterboarded with whatever <laughs> sauce I've gone for. With that, if you're a condiment guy, what are your top three condiments and what would you be using on this? Oh, my God. This is an important question. It's a big one. Top three? I've instantly started sweating. Something that Suran has previously uh, labelled as Desert Island Dips, which I thought was a lovely bit of business, and now it's returning. That's gorgeous, actually. And to really borrow from the format, ketchup and mayonnaise is included. You've already got ketchup and mayonnaise. Oh, thank God for that. You find that at the bottom of the solitary palm tree. You're, you're going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a second. That's weird. You hurl the flare into the sea and, and hold aloft your ketchup and mayo. I'm sorry. Well, you could do, actually. It's quite a good idea. If you finish your ketchup, you write a note, you stick it in a ketchup bottle, you throw it out to sea. There we go, yes. Message in a bottle. Five years later, you're rescued. That is what the police song's actually about, yeah. <laughs> so, what are your three uh, Desert Island dips? Okay, I'm going to go with... Does hot sauce count? Yes. Take it, yeah. I can see why you think it might not count, because it's quite a broad term for a sauce. So, I don't think anyone really knows the different types or brands of hot sauce. Well, to like... do you mean like a red pepper Caribbean type hot sauce that you might get with jerk chicken, that sort of thing? Or do you mean... Sriracha. Yeah, exactly, that sort of thing. What would you say? Uh, right, do I have to specify? I can't just keep them both under that umbrella. I'd like you to specify, actually. I would actually like to, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with my favourite brand then. I'm going to go with Crystal's Hot Sauce. Yes, with the white label. Yeah, a Louisiana Hot Sauce. Louisiana Hot Sauce. And it's got a sort of perforated glass bit to it. Is that right? Absolutely right. Fucking yes. <laughs> yes, Ben. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay, 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 cool. Okay, we got your hot sauce. That's nice. That's on the desert island. Great, that's there. Mustard. Oh, whole grain. Dijon. Coleman's. I'm going to go for Dijon. Most versatile. Also useful for fish. Uh, it goes well with fish. That's one of the things you're going to be eating a lot. Great for fish. You've got your mayonnaise. Unbelievable on a sandwich mixed in with mayonnaise, you know. Catch a sea bass off the island. Lovely. Sorry, sorry, Tom, what do you mean catch a sea bass off the island with the Dijon mustard? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not I'm not using the Dijon mustard to catch the sea bass. I'm they must sea love bass. it since they pair so well with it. Surely. <laughs> I don't think that's how food parents. And then I'm, I'm using it to marinate the sea bass. I'm cooking it in the Dijon mustard. Okay, I thought you were using the Dijon as bait. Do you know what? I cannot wait to get stranded on this desert island. It sounds absolutely delicious. <laughs> I'm catching the sea bass, you must know, by knocking it out with a ketchup bottle. <laughs> oh, perfect. So obvious. Perfect. <laughs> I'm not thick. Okay, and the third condiment that's going into this island with you. I've got another query here. Would you count vinegar a condiment? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Then I'm having vinegar, please. Okay, you can have vinegar, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I love vinegar. I don't know. I thought we weren't allowing it as a condiment. Yeah, but you can just have it anyway. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, <laughs> well, why not? Right, okay. <laughs> okay, so you've got vinegar, mustard, hot sauce. Are you happy with that? <laughs> you got one more. Yeah. you got one more. I've got one more. He has got one more. Oh, my God. Yeah, because the vinegar we're saying is a side thing. It's a non-condiment. 
I can't believe this started as three, and I'm currently on a list of about six and <laughs> still going. I'm actually running out of condiments now. Yeah. In the words of our producer, let's wrap this up. Okay, so the, fi- <laughs> the final condiment is... God, this isn't a live show. <laughs> I don't know. I've gone blank. Name some condiments and I'll say yes or no. Like ketchup. You said that was free. Oh, yeah. Okay, sweet chilli sauce. No. And curry sauce. Curry sauce, yeah. Curry sauce. There you go. Oh, curry sauce. Done. Bish bash bosh. Okay, cool. So we've got curry sauce. We've got hot sauce. And we have Dijon mustard. And do you think that those condiments would be enough to <laughs> mean that you're happy for the year that you're on the island? Or do you think you'd still miss your family and friends? <laughs> <laughs> Who? I'd be absolutely fine. That crucial issue sorted. Let's return to the world of takeaway. So you, you've got your chicken in front of you. You're sat at a table at the moment. Is this how you're normally enjoying a takeaway? What's, what's your normal takeaway vibe? Well, this is particularly debauched now because well, I live in a one-bedroom flat. My partner works from home. This is in the bedroom. This is where I podcast from the bedroom. So currently, my chicken is on the bed. Oh, do you have takeaways in your flat? Do you ever eat them in the bed? No, that's a step too far for me. Why do I feel like you're lying to me? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Once a week. I'm forced, guys. You forced my hands into being more of a slob than I normally am, I swear. So where would you normally be eating a takeaway? I would normally eat it. We've got a lovely dining room table, which, of course, we never use for actually eating on. We just eat on the coffee table. TV on. Yes. I cannot abide the sound of people eating. So really, I need there to be something happening in the room. That's fascinating. Do you have, as your colleague and friend has, a lap tray? I don't. It's Matthew Crosby. Yeah. And Matthew Crosby. <laughs> Sorry, which read that clear. <laughs> yeah, so do you have a Matthew Crosby style lap tray? You confuse me with the colleague and friend. <laughs> colleague. I don't, and I really should. I have bought it up. We've discussed it. And I think that the the idea of it is too much for my other half. She's like, no, come on. It's just too bad. But we would actually use it pretty much every day. So you, you have an issue with hearing people eat. Yes. So you need that sound to be masked by something else. Absolutely. And that's, that's usually why you would eat in front of the telly, because not only because you enjoy the telly, but it also drowns out the noise coming from the person chewing next to you. Exactly right. Right. Okay. Why do you hate the sound so much? There's a term for it called misophonia, where you're very agitated by certain sounds. Sean Walsh has oh, it. Oh, does he? So Sean Walsh was on this on our show um, a few weeks ago, and he he actually has the phobia in its, its fullest sense. Yeah. There we go. I, I feel it in my chest when I hear other people eat. Like, it makes me, like, swell with, like, a weird rage. Oh, wow. What will that, will that mean you can't enjoy your meal? Or are you asking them to stop? I can't enjoy my meal because I know, but also you go, I know I'm being unreasonable. I know this person isn't, unless they're a particularly disgusting eater, which I should add, my colleague, uh, I mean, I, I've brought it up with them before, both Tom and Matthew, two of the worst eaters I've ever had the uh, displeasure of, of eating with. And whenever we were working together, in fact, thank you for giving me this opportunity to say this. Whenever we were working together, it would get to lunchtime and they'll be like, let's just work through lunch. And they'll be like, we put the TV on or some music or something. And they're like, no, no, we'd, let's just work through lunch. I have to sit there, listen to them eating. And what's even worse, 
them pitching sketch ideas. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't got a lap tray, but so you'll be, am I right in thinking you'll put on your full cinema screen as well? Is that what you'll have in the, in the living room? Because having been to your, your place, you have the full projector. I do have a projector, yeah. And then you'll put on the one show or whatever. <laughs> you'll kick back and enjoy your chicken wings. Absolutely. What's, what's the situation? Well, here's the thing as well. I think that there's there are certain things for eating. And I would say when you're putting something on during a takeaway, it's a bit backgroundy. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to start like into your film of the evening because invariably at some point you have to pause it to put things away or there's going to be clatter or you're looking at your food and not at the screen. It's got, it's got to be something you don't care too much about. You certainly can't be watching anything with subtitles because you're looking down more often than you're looking up. Exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. You only really realise how much you're looking down when you're watching something with subtitles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you're eating at home with your partner, what would your partner say are your worst eating traits? I would say that she would say bit fast. <laughs> bit fast. A little bit fast. <laughs> Sometimes she has been known to use the phrase, no one's taking it away from you, mate. <laughs> Love that. It's terrible. It's a phrase, it cuts you down size, like when your parents used to tell you that you were showing off at a party or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same kind of feeling when you're like, oh, that's annoyed me so much. And it's annoyed me so much because you're exactly right. Absolutely. And I, I'm similar with that. And often about halfway through a meal, I'll, I'll realize, why am I going at this pace? And then I stop and I slow down. I actually start to enjoy what I'm having in front of me. Yeah. So why do you hit it at such pace then? Oh, because I'm a, a big fat fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, I really like food. And I get very excited and I just hoover it down. And also another another divide between us. I won't get into that. That's nothing to do with food. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> another divide between us. Because I love her. She doesn't love me. <laughs> she says I'm disgusting. And she can't get over that. No, I like the food. Like I leap on it when it's hot. And that's very yes. important to me. It's like it's arrived. It's hot. Let's go, 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 go. Action stations. Let's get started. Whereas she's like, oh, I'm going to get some water. Um, Do you want some of this? Do you want some of that? I'll potter around. I'll maybe go to the toilet first. And that just sends me into an absolute tailspin. And does she do that when the food is already still at the table, ready to go? Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Or once it arrives and it's in the bags and I'm kind of desperately plating as fast as I can. Yes. Okay. I'm terrible, aren't I? <laughs> not at all, no, not at all. No, not at all, not at all. Let's, let's sort of trace back then. So growing up then, did you have takeaways growing up? What was your background? Not really, no. Two things that made it almost impossible to get takeaway. My mum was very kind of like healthy. Everything had to be very healthy. No sugary okay. cereal, no pop, nothing like that in the house. And secondly, they were very like stringent on money. They saw it as a complete frivolity. So would you never, ever, would you even have a fish and chips or anything like that? Or... Well, so there were two circumstances. Like, growing up, I had two McDonald's until I worked in McDonald's pretty much. Oh, wow. Okay. So do you remember when they were, before we get to working in McDonald's, do you remember these moments? Yeah, I remember specifically going to see uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure at the cinema for my birthday and having a happy meal and it being one of the best days of my life. Geographically locate us. Wolverhampton, baby. Wolverhampton, all right. The okay. heart of the country. I love it. The beating heart. That does sound like a great day, to be fair. Yeah, it does. Oh, it's fantastic. 
I remember going to a birthday once where I had a happy meal and then went to watch The Fugitive. Oh, yes. This is the worst part. We went in and the guy in the door said to the birthday party for the 12-year-olds, can I just check you're all 12? And I, because I was painfully honest, went, well, actually, I'm 11 and I'm about to turn 12 in about two months. He's like, you can't watch it. So (laughs) everyone else went in and I sat on a metal chair in the foyer while the birthday party watched The Fugitive and then came back out and told me about The Fugitive. Tom, that is actually quite that is actually quite heartbreaking, to be honest. It's quite sad, isn't it? <laughs> Playing with a toy on my own in the foyer. That is gut-wrenching. I've seen it now and they can't stop me. You know, I'm, a, I'm over 18 <laughs> and I've got Netflix. So, uh, the, second, the second McDonald's trip, what was that? Well, well that, I was going to say, I can't remember the second one specifically, but I, the other time we used to get takeaways was whenever we went to our auntie's house... We'd have fish and chips. I think that was clever from my parents because I think otherwise we wouldn't have wanted to go to our auntie's house. So it was like, we have fish and chips. So every time we get very excited about going to our auntie's house. That's interesting. Involved having fish and chips. Kind of Pavlovian effect. In fact, I still have it now whenever I see an old person, I salivate. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about working in McDonald's. Yes. How exciting. Two of my early jobs were working in, in takeout places. I worked in McDonald's, and I also worked in another place, which is a, a pizza shop in Wolverhampton. I won't name the pizza shop for reasons that will become clear in a second. Yeah. Um, got fired from there. What did you do? The guys. Right. I think they were rotten in there, but I, I appreciate I was like, you know, 15. I was probably absolutely terrible. I put mixed herbs on a pizza instead of garlic. Right, Because at the age of 15, I thought the garlic was green. Why? Because, this is what I tried to tell the guy, in the garlic bread, you get the little green bits. Yes. So I thought that was the garlic. Of course it wasn't, you absolute idiot. That doesn't feel like a sack of an offence. What followed was a fist fight. Are you kidding? Uh, No. (laughs) No, no, it didn't genuinely sack you for that. He had a terrible way about him where if you'd done something wrong... He would then, like, announce it to the room. So he'd have the the drivers lined up, and they were mostly kind of fucking lads. He started going down the line, what colour do you think garlic is? What colour do you think garlic is? What colour do you think garlic is? And the last driver, yeah. And the last driver was a lady who was very nice, and she said, I'm not going to answer because I don't think you should be telling him off in front of us. I don't think this is fair. Oh, good on her. What a legend. Yeah, really nice. And I think that that threw him into more of a rage because he kind of lost his, you know, foothold in the situation. So then he just told me to go home. She drove you back. I'm imagining you, the two of you, on a moped. <laughs> like in Top Gun. Your arms your around her waist. Your arms around her. <laughs> Taking you home. I need a hero. <laughs> yeah, she was great. He told you to go home. Yeah, which I just assumed I'd been fired. So I went home and was very upset and told my mum and dad. And very uncharacteristically for my dad, he went to the shop to have a go at the guy. Good on him. Which I imagine was very kind of polite and involved a lot of apologising. (laughs) And then after that, the guy was like, well, don't expect him to still have a job after this. Wow. And he was like, oh, I thought you fired him. (laughs) Well, I hope that that delivery driver has gone on to wonderful things. Yes, me too. Not that being a delivery driver isn't a wonderful thing. Everything you do in life is a wonderful thing. Unless you tell off children for putting on a, the wrong topic on a pizza. And also, mixed herbs, guys. Because that's what his argument was like. What if they were allergic to mixed herbs? 
And of course, at 15 year old, I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're not ordering from a, a pizza place if you're allergic to mixed herbs, <laughs> are you? It's a death yeah. sentence. And then the golden arches came calling. Yeah. And that, because of that previous job, was absolutely a godsend. Really? I was getting paid more than a pound more an hour. Yeah. I was on 265 at the pizza shop an hour. 265 quid an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You see why you're sacked, dude. You should let yourself. <laughs> so what was life, what was it like working at McDonald's? You enjoyed that then? Was it, was it a fun time? Was it? It's great. For, for your break, and this is the thing, because I because I was so kind of, I, I didn't have fast food. The idea, every shift, you would get a full meal and a side. And, and like a 45-minute break. All of those things were completely alien to me up until this that point in my working career. Well, let, let's let's get into that. Career. What is your go-to <laughs> McDonald's meal? What yes. was it then when you were on shift, and what is it now? Okay, so then I would have a quarter pounder meal. Now, and it's not a meal, I'll go slightly off-piste. I have two double cheeseburgers, a large fries, and a large Coke Zero. Two double cheeseburgers? And large yep. fries? Large fries and large Coke Zero. Why did you move away from the quarter pounder and onto two double cheeseburgers? I think the double cheeseburger is the perfect burger. Why is that? I just think it's got the right balance of everything. The quarter pounder, like clearly with with a bigger piece, mm. you've got less of the like the nice fry goodness. You've got two lots of the the nice fried fried surface area. You've got two pieces of cheese. And there's only one on a wait. Is this true? I'm saying it anyway. I reckon you've got two pieces of cheese. You've got one on a quarter pounder. If you ever have a double quarter pounder, that's too much. That's just too much. And because and you've got two, it feels like a little treat, doesn't it, the second one? That's it. It's a, it's a bonus. And really, honestly, truly, it's too much. Is it? You think? It's too much. I could take that order down, leave off the fries maybe, or leave off the second burger, but every time. I would love to be able to order half a small fries. Wow. Yeah. You just want a taste. I just want a little handful. That's it. Really? No. What are you talking about? You've lost your mind. Simran, me and you, we're going to McDonald's together. I think we're the perfect couple for it. Yes, please. I didn't think it was going to happen in the podcast, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> Maybe they need some kind of fries machine in McDonald's where you hold down the handle like on a sort of like Las Vegas gambling machine and you just, you know, or more, more, more to the point, like an oil, a petrol pump, and you just pay for the amount of fries that come out. Ding, 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 ding. And you just take as many as you want. Mate, you are blowing my mind in. Make a restaurant. Make a restaurant, you're going to be a millionaire. That is it. And listen, I've, I've listened to a previous episode <laughs> where you suggested scooping out a, a, an apple pie and putting fries in that. And at that point, I had to unplug my headphones and throw my phone into the road. But this, <laughs> this is truly genius. That's the idea, man. You've done it. You Simran, you talk about you just want like a handful. You could just use your hand as the as a receptacle. Oh, as well. You don't even have to have a traditional receptacle. You could even open your mouth and lower yourself below the fry machine and just have one <laughs> little mouthful. It, it would be so visually satisfying pulling oh, a lever and just seeing fries yeah. just come out of, you know, just like... Yeah, people would be like, oh, I just, every time I hear the fry shoot, I just, oh, my, I instantly start, my mouth starts watering. <laughs> In France and the continent, because I have traveled in my time in a lot of cafes they have huge nutella dispensers in the corner like the size of a child you press the bottom and it comes out of a tube 
and you just take as much as you want. Holy shit. Wow. Damn you, Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> On one level, that's where the idea has come from. Now, we talk about food. I think it's only right you should have some of your food. I'm afraid it's sat cold in front of you. Or do you want to have it afterwards? Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I, I, I've had some beforehand, unless you insist. Oh, no, no, no. If you've eaten before. I've had some beforehand while it while it was hot. So, and, and I will. I will definitely have a... A couple more of those wings. Can I ask a question, Ben? Uh, is, is the food still on the bed? Yeah, the food's still on the bed, yeah. Is it cotton straight to duvet or is there a plate in between? Uh, I'm not a complete savage. It's on a plate <laughs> and the plate is on a, not a lap tray, but it is on a tray. So there's a there's double barrier. The sheets are safe. I've double yeah. bagged it. Yeah. <laughs> double bagged it. So <laughs> generally nowadays, how often are you getting a takeaway and what sort of order are you? Are you someone that over orders? Do you go to the same place every time? What, what talk us through that? Okay, this is <laughs> it's a subject very close to my heart. So perfect. I, I'm quite overwhelmed with that as a question because there's so much, so many facets. First of all, how many times a week? Now we have tried to now limit it so it's only a weekend thing. How's that going? It's okay. It's okay. Good. There is there's okay. a slight cheat that we live above a kebab shop. Wow, it's a good one. Yeah. It's a really good one. So sometimes midweek, we will have a chicken kebab wrap. And that feels good. It does feel good. There's salad in it. Is it sheesh or donna, though? Which are you going for, sheesh or donna? Well, my partner goes for sheesh. I go for donna. Ah, see, that's the difference, isn't it? Donna feels bad. And it feels lower quality as well, but oh, I just love... But I much prefer chicken donna. I do. Oh, it's so good, guys. And also, I allow myself to think that chicken donna isn't so bad. And on some level, it's okay. It's it's a, surely yeah. better than the lamb. Yeah, I think I think it definitely is. I think it's 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 probably the healthier, the lower fat mm. of the of the two. Mm. So I'm just going to say that doesn't count, and that's health food. And do they know you now when you go down? Yeah. Hey, I tell you what. The other week, their card machine was broken, and he was like, "Don't worry, man. Don't worry, man. As long as you've got the exact cash, it's not a problem. Just give me that now. All you... <laughs> <laughs> so, right, it's fine. Don't worry. I'll just walk with you to a cash point now and make sure." <laughs> <laughs> that's nice though and yeah. do you feel they give you a few extra chips do you think you're getting a, the preferential treatment I hope so because because we live so close as well I sometimes see them kind of on the roads and stuff like that and, and sometimes when I walk past I give them a little nod to the window okay I'd love it to be like cheers you know <laughs> well you sat around the the, uh, the counter for hours <laughs> okay. Right. okay so that's your kebab and then the weekends what do you, you, what do you allow yourself so that's my kebab and then weekends well we have we have a debate almost every time we get takeaway because I will always ask my partner what she would like. Yeah. And she always says two things that I just cannot abide as takeaways. She wants pasta or she wants Mexican. And the thing is, in London, right, where we are, they're both things that I can make cheaper and better at home. Yes. That is not to do down either of those cuisines. I love them both. I think pasta's like, come on, we can all we can all do pasta. I couldn't agree more. And and then if you have have stuff that is like really good, then it's super expensive. And then with Mexican food, I just don't think London's a good place for it. I'm sure there are places in the world where you can get amazing Mexican food. I can think of one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the big, the big one. I can think of yeah, the, the it's obvious. True, but I've never been to Korea, so I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> I've never been to Taco Bell, but they're probably... <laughs> So, with that in mind, then, how are you coming to a compromise? There, what's happening? Uh, compromise. The compromise is sometimes we will have pasta, 
And then other times we were just not have either of those things. And really, like Mexican food is not really ever an option near us. There's not, there's not many places. There's a place that the kind of closest thing. I'm sorry if this is uh, this is awful, but there's a there's a place up the road called uh, the Venezuelan Cafe. That's brilliant. Yes, but it's not like Mexican food really at all. But they do like lovely arepas and stuff like that. There. Oh, amazing! I love Venezuelan food. That's fantastic. Actually, that's what Acaster went for when he when he was on this show. Uh, it's, it's superb. Yeah, arepas, great food. I bet it's the same place in Crystal Palace. It's in Crystal Palace. Uh, me, Mama, something. Mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cucina. That place. So that, yeah, yes. Cucina. Yeah, yeah. And we, we always call it the Venezuela Cafe because that's what it says in a little sign. Yes. But yeah, that's the place. And it's it's fantastic. They're so lovely. Well, you there. say that you got, doesn't matter if you don't have a card and you go into the kebab shop. James, after doing this, went into that place and they were giving him shots with his meal to say thank you for mentioning it on the place. So on, oh. on, the, on the podcast. And actually, bizarrely, like Megan literally used to live upstairs in the v- Venezuelan Cafe. <laughs> yeah. No. She literally really. lived on top of it. Yeah, genuinely. I quartered my partner all the way through until the end. And <laughs> like we, when we first, when she first moved in, like we went and introduced ourselves, and then that was our like our regular, our regular place. So we used to be on kind of handshake terms with the with the owner. He's a lovely guy with a fantastic moustache. Now we live in Sydenham, and it's, it's not the same. So Ben, you say you're an over orderer. Yeah, you order quite a lot from takeaways. Do you have any takeaway gripes or disasters? Things that have gone terribly wrong when you've done it, when you've ordered takeaway, or things that really bug you whenever you try to make that order. Well, I'll say a very simple one, which I'm sure you've had before, and this is a thing that chicken shops often fall foul of. No pun intended. Oh, very nice. <laughs> they always put the bloody cold drink in the same bag as the hot food. Oh, uh, yeah. And you know oh, how yeah. I feel about hot food, guys. And oh, those just yeah. two things are just making both of them less delicious you might as well just pour the pepsi max all over your chips man which i also which which i presume simran that's how you eat them you're right you're, you're right because that really bugs me as well because sometimes they'll put the diet coke or the drink in a separate bag within the bag i'm like oh oh what's this oh it's just a drink same thing i'm sorry guys i don't know not too many bags and all the rest of it, but please, you've got to keep that separate. Do you know what else? I don't think I should be ordering the drink. Why not? You think it should be coming free? I think I should just be having something at home. There's a part of me that feels like that's a real waste of your money if you're spending £2.40 on a can of Coke. Allow yourself a Rubicon. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rubicon, fine. A drink I wouldn't otherwise have, sure. You don't go get cases of Rubicon. You mad? They're cartons, mate. I get cartons all the time. <laughs> I've got I've got a kind of 48 ounces. That's an Indian household. It's Rupert Cod downstairs. Yes, There's mango legend. Pulp. There's the lychee flavour, the guava flavour. Oh, <laughs> Come on. Amazing. I, I totally agree with you, but with, with chicken shops, there's always the meal deals, and that's why I end up with it. And I wouldn't normally, I wouldn't normally order them otherwise. Disaster-wise, did have one a little while ago where we were at uh, Megan's parents' house. And her niece was there. She was a bit like upset. You know, had like a rough day and was like, oh, should we order some food to try and cheer her up? And she was like, yeah, I want sushi. And we're like, oh, that's a big call in Sunny Hastings. Miraculously, Megan found a place. So we, you know, put in a sushi order, which of course, it's expensive. It's great, but it's expensive. And when the food arrived, we realized it had arrived at a flat in London. Oh, no. She hadn't put in the right 
right address. Please tell me that it hadn't driven from Hastings to the flat. <laughs> Please tell me you, you told him to drive to Hastings because he won it. And we just had to say like, oh, well, then you can have it or if there's a homeless person around, give it to them or something. No. Because there's, no, there's no, other, no other thing we could do. It's like it's been ordered, it's been paid for. And then we had to order pizza in Hastings. So what did happen to it? I don't know what happened to it. And we never will. I mean, there's literally no way of ever finding out, is there? That would be a great true crime podcast. It's not a crime. It'd be interesting. <laughs> a, a podcast entirely dedicated to tracking down what happened to your sushi. <laughs> I, incidentally, I would completely listen to that. It's a cold case. Yeah, there oh! is. Oh! <laughs> it's a cold case. There we go. That's really <laughs> That's great. I'm desperately thinking of other puns. I can't come on. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I'm really rubbaging away with this. It's literally nothing there. Sorry about that. So, that is genuinely a disaster. But today's meal, hopefully, has not been a disaster. Well, it's been lovely. Thank you very much. Can you just remind our listeners where you've ordered from, what you've ordered, and why you'd recommend it? Surely you haven't forgotten, but it is, it's favourable chicken in southeast London. I don't exactly know, but it's within, within a two-mile drive from... Uh, from Cinemaria. <laughs> I'll say this. I think it's very consistent. It's always good. And it's always crispy. And I, and I love fried chicken. A lot of places will do it. It'll come. It's pale. It's a bit floury. They just they haven't cooked it that extra five minutes. And I think favourable fried chicken always does. It's always a good colour. It's like nice golden brown crispiness. It's fantastic. Perfect. Ben, what an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Thank you so much. That's Exactly, in welcome. the spirit of this show. We love people who love takeaways in this way, and it's thank you so much. And uh, yeah, enjoy the now 40-minute cold <laughs> food that's been sat opposite you. In bed, go on, have it as you would yeah. normally. <laughs> You've got me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. You can contact the show on Twitter at Fave Takeaway Pod or Instagram on My Favorite Takeaway Podcast. You can email us with your stories of takeaway woe, gripes, your worries on hello at My Favorite Takeaway Podcast.com. That was a fantastic Ben Clark from Pappy's There. Do check out his podcast. Pappy's flat chair slam down. Uh, it's hilarious. All three of his sketch group are just very, very, very funny people. Sim, it's been a really fun series. I've absolutely loved it. I've loved it, and I've loved it because I've been doing it with you, and I love you. Oh, I love you so really... much. I love you so much. Oh God, I really, <laughs> I really do. Um, what's your next takeaway? Let's find out before we, as we end out on this. What, what, are, what are you going to celebrate the end of this series with this evening? What takeaway? What are you looking at? Puget's Press, American hot chocolate fudge cake on the side, garlic dip, six doubles. That's so cool. If you ever go to a Pizza Express, please order it at that speed, looking directly at the waiters are in the art. You know, just really like you're like a high-powered businessman from New do I York. Have to, do I have to do the weird thing I do a mouth? I mean, 
like that. You have to do that because that, that was... What was, yeah, what was that? Was, was I went twitch of the mouth. At... I don't know. It was like, you know, it's like cool. I thought it was quite cool. I like, I like that. And you're pointing every time. What was it? So it was, it was American hot. American hot. Garlic butter dip. Six doubles. You've got to say cheers at the end. Cheers at the end. There you go. Look at that. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us once again. Do leave us a five-star review. Write a lovely thing. Maybe even comment on Simran's Peter Express order. Whatever you want to write, you write it. But the main thing is I want you to enjoy your lives and enjoy your takeaways. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.